Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Aaron Twa, who's a CFO, angel investor, and 49% shareholder of Victoria Kayak Tours and Rentals, which is the business we're focusing on today. And in case you're wondering who that 51% shareholder is, that majority shareholder of Victoria Kayak Tours and Rentals, well, that's Aaron's wife, Joanna. Now, one of the things that Victoria Kayak is doing is incentivizing customers to pay in Bitcoin by offering them a steep discount. And you can hear a little bit about how they do that in the interview today. If you finish the interview and you're thinking to yourself, this is a strategy I'd like to at least try on to see how well it works for me and my business, I encourage you to check out Oshi. Oshi is an app. We've interviewed Michael Atwood, who's the founder, and we talk about them on a pretty consistent basis here on this show. I highly encourage you to scroll on down in the show notes, find that link for Oshi, sign up and see how it could benefit you and your business. Let's go ahead and move on to this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight before our interview with Aaron. And this week, it's the San Diego Bitcoiners. Every second Thursday of the month, the San Diego Bitcoiners gather at Quantum Brewery in Kearney Mesa to chat, learn, and exchange ideas about the future of money in America's finest city. Corey and the rest of the group welcome anyone and everyone except scammers, crystal ball readers, rug pullers, bad faith debaters, feds, and most altcoiners. And as an editorial note, consider yourself warned that Corey has an affinity for four-letter words based on language I'm opting not to read for this spot. For more information, you can follow them on Twitter at SDBitcoiners. Their Twitter is listed below, along with a list of other local Bitcoin meetups across the United States in case you happen not to live in San Diego or don't have plans to visit in the near term, which by the way, if you have a chance to visit San Diego, I would highly recommend because it's a beautiful city with a great climate and of course, amazing people as well. But if you're not there, go ahead and click through to that list of local Bitcoin meetups, find your state, find your city, and there you'll find the best person to get in contact with for more information. Now we're going to get to our interview with Aaron right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions to help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Yeah, let's go. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? 
Uh, it was actually one of our staff members back in 2017 was into Bitcoin and, uh, you know, he, he came to us and he said, could I get paid in Bitcoin? And our first answer was, I have absolutely no idea how to do that. And uh, that, I would say, is where the journey began. And I think probably like most people, uh, that was our first real touch, you know, other than what you'd read in the newspaper or whatever mainstream media was putting out. So, uh, you know, we didn't jump right in both feet for sure in 2017. And, and that journey took another three years to, you know, to really start to happen. And I want to circle back to that a little bit later. But the next question is this. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish that everyone understood? You know, I, I think it's the unconfiscatableness, the, those 12 words or 24 words or 18 words or whatever you're securing your, your personal, you know, Bitcoin with. Uh, it's, this is really kind of, you know, important right now today as we're seeing markets melt down with people's funds are locked up in long-term lockups and they can't get their money out or they can't get money in to handle a liquidation. They're, they're being, they're being uh, margin called. Well, it's not your money. It's that's someone else's money. That's someone else's debt. Mm-hmm. When you've got your 12 or 24 words and you've got your Bitcoin, that's your Bitcoin. Nobody can take it away from you. What's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people? Uh, I'm going to go with good Canadian Jeff Booth. His book, The Price of Tomorrow, that mm-hmm. book is is just an excellent read for anybody. I, I mean, if you even if you're not a Bitcoiner, I, I don't think Jeff probably even has a paragraph on Bitcoin in that book. But he's he's got a lot about what's going on in the world today and, and why things are behaving the way they're behaving. Uh, I mean, the other book I think a lot of people could really, you know, should be a high school education book is Nick Batia's Layered Money. Th- those two resources. They're the first two books I give people. And they're not really even Bitcoin books, I would argue. And I have to confess, I have not read Layered Money yet. Jeff Booth, I, I read Price of Tomorrow, and you're right, it might be a paragraph. Yeah. Like it's just a tiny portion of the book that even mentions Bitcoin, but it's it's helping people think in, in a way that they haven't thought before. And I really appreciate his writing. Also, his calmness, his demeanor yeah. when it comes to, to Bitcoin Twitter and other places where I've seen him. It's just something that I really appreciate. Question number four is kind of going outside of Bitcoin, but Beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource or an idea that's been valuable to you or your business recently? I think it's maybe it's a general thing for everybody, but it's it's trying to get an understanding of inflation and and what that's doing to people's money. Uh, you know, in our small city, where uh, you know a small city on the west coast of of uh, the country, um, on a pretty big island in Victoria. It's extremely expensive here. You know, we're looking around the town and I see people looking for employees. And, and I, my wife and I were discussing this the other day and we said people aren't coming here because the cost of living is just so great that young people can't afford it. So uh, and that's, just, that's just one layer of inflation and, 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 you know, and what its destructive elements are, just one small piece of it. So I think that you know, understanding inflation, what it's doing to our employees, what it's doing to cost of what we have to charge for our products, um, what it's doing to our suppliers. Obviously, they're raising their prices and, and we're trying to keep pace. You know, that's it's just an idea that everybody needs to keep in their mind. And, you know, it's not just today or tomorrow. We've got to start looking out two or three or five years from now. And any good business, I think, is planning out in the future. Our final question, we call our arbitrary but insightful question, is this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Why invites an answer. Why invites an answer from someone to to provide you an answer? Why not forces you to, uh, in my mind, think of, uh, 
think of a solution first and present it and ask why not. I'm, I'm in the why not camp. I, I think that I'd, I'd like to see people think a, a little bit more before they present that question. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice, it's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, Aaron, we're here today to talk about Victoria Kayak, and I'm really interested to hear more about how you accept Bitcoin as payment. I'm not going to assume that you're using the exact same strategy as I've read about in the past, but there was an article that I read on Medium that, um, that stood out to me as an interesting approach. So I'd like to kind of just talk through how you've thought through it and understand what your your plans are for using Bitcoin in your business, maybe so that business owners can glean some insights for their own business. But before we get into some of those details, you talked about how someone on your staff in 2017 wanted to be paid in Bitcoin. So could you talk about maybe just the very beginnings of interacting with Bitcoin and how you started to even begin paying people in Bitcoin? Yeah, Um and 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 that maybe I might have led you astray a little bit. We we don't pay salaries in Bitcoin. Okay. Our our interaction with Bitcoin and in the Medium article I think you're talking about is by Roy Scheinfeld uh, from Breeze Wallet. Yep. Uh, as we went down the journey, and and maybe I'll, I'll you know I guess sort of the next the next sort of big step in our journey was I encountered a, a couple of people. I've got a fiat job. I you know a couple of people in my fiat uh, job world had mentioned Bitcoin and you know, Ethereum and a bunch of other, uh, let's call them crap coins. And, <laughs> and, and so, you know, I've just got a little bit more curious, uh, even that very first interaction back in 2017, you know, I went and downloaded Bitcoin core onto my computer and couldn't figure out why the fan was running straight mm-hmm. for three days. And, and while my hard drive space was disappearing, <laughs> you know, I, I thought, Oh, I'm being hacked or something, and, you know, and I kind of gave up and, and that I think was just a lack of research. So if we fast forward to 2020, in the spring of 2020, as everything began to lock down, my fiat job locked down, our, our business basically locked down, and uh, I had a lot of time on my hands. And, and was, I've, I've always been interested in markets. I've, you know, I've managed money, our own family money, our company money uh, for decades now. And um, 
I guess what probably caught my attention right then was, you know, when it is quantitative easing cycle in the United States, trillions of dollars were being created. And at the exact same moment, this weird thing called Bitcoin cuts issuance in half. And that got my attention. Um, I think probably at about the same moment, Ray Dalio had mentioned something about it. Paul Tudor Jones had mentioned something about it, you know, sort of a 1% position. And, and that literally rocked my world. And I thought, I need to know some more about this. And, and that was, you know, 2020 was literally when the journey started, you know, signed up to an exchange, put 100 bucks there, thought I'm never going to get this 100 bucks back. And, uh, you know, next thing had some Bitcoin, <laughs> you know, and, it, and if I, I stepped that forward, probably by the end of that summer, Leading into the fall, I, I think we were into the car. We were in the car driving along, listening to Preston Pish, and he was talking about microstrategy. And uh, my wife turned to me and said, "Why can't Victoria Kayak do the same thing?" And I said, "I can't see any re- reason why not. Let me mm-hmm. call the call the exchange and see what they've got to say." You know. And a couple of documents later, and Victoria Kayak, uh, you know, our company was. Uh, was hodling Bitcoin just like that, you know, it was on a balance sheet. So let's talk a little bit about your your strategy for getting Bitcoin on Victoria Kayak's balance sheet. Are you still accepting payments in Bitcoin? And maybe also, would you ever make purchases of cash sitting on the sidelines to buy Bitcoin? Or, or is, is it just by receiving payments? So the way we accept Bitcoin at our company, and, and you know, it's kind of alluded in that article, that Medium article, is we just went and set a floor price of Bitcoin. We didn't want to complicate this for anybody, not for our employees who this was all new to them, uh, not for anybody, you know, people were going to have to deal with a customer. And so, you know, to have a customer walk up and and start doing a, a translation from today's Bitcoin price based on whatever of the thousands of exchanges that are out there to you know, to come up with a Satoshi price for your rental or your tour just seemed ridiculous to me. So I said, why don't we just set a flat rate? Why don't we just, why don't we just set a price for the season? And, um, you know, and, and the price we set was a hundred, hundred thousand dollars per Bitcoin, hundred thousand Canadian dollars per Bitcoin. So what that means when you do the translation, for instance, today, you know, Bitcoin's trading at about $30,000 Canadian. That means you're getting a 70% discount if you walk up and rent a kayak office and you pay with Bitcoin. And and that was one of the huge incentives we wanted to provide was here's your learning incentive. You know, if you want to take the time and learn about this, you can get a 70% discount. And that's not even including the taxes. If you're going to do a tour, there's an a or a rental, there's an additional 12%. So you can save like 82%. You know, and, and mm-hmm. so we wanted to incentivize someone to come out, learn and call us and make a purchase with Bitcoin, you know, make that transaction. And then we get to interact with the person. So it was purely an educational tool. That said, instead of keeping, well, I shouldn't say, we, we do keep a separate account. Obviously, our accountant knows that we, we hold Bitcoin on our balance sheet. But when we do receive Bitcoin for the product, we actually, on receipt, we swap that at the dollar value and and actually purchase it back in Canadian dollars. So we're we're taking effectively, you know, today we'd be taking an 82% loss on a rental if somebody wants to come in and you know, compared to Canadian dollars. So yeah, it, it's it's technically, I guess, not a Bitcoin standard. Truly, it's an education tool and and a way to interact with a customer on sort of a different a different level. 
curious about some of the the thinking behind transferring that back into dollars. Is that just because you need it for operating expenses or I don't know. It seems like it would make sense to hold some on your balance sheet. Does that is that just not something that concerns Victoria Kayak at this current time? It, uh, to be honest, it's such a small portion of our income. You, you'd be amazed. You know, you'd think if you could incentivize somebody with 70% off, if your local Target or Walmart said they're 70% off, they'd probably storm the doors, you know, Black Friday kind of style. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just such a small portion of our sales that it just really isn't, it isn't worthwhile. It, it turns out to just be a better human interaction in the end when we get to talk about it and figure out the person's journey and you know and have a conversation about it um it's actually easier administratively to just simply take our canadian cash reserves and go buy bitcoin on exchange and then uh, you know and then hold that how do you promote this is this something that you just have maybe on like the main um payment board when people show up or do you publicize this do people come knowing that they can pay in bitcoin or is it something they find out as soon as they get to victoria kayak ideally they're going to they're going to step through our website and and once you step into the website if you're at all curious you'll you'll see prices in canadian and you'll see the exact same uh, price in satoshis or bitcoin so for instance forty dollars becomes forty thousand satoshis makes for super simple math and if anybody's at all curious, that right along with our, you know, on our top page with all our other links, whether it's a tour or a rental, is a Bitcoin page. And that Bitcoin page steps you through the education, gives you an option if you'd like to sign up for, you know, a Canadian exchange if you're a Canadian customer. And that exchange, you know, will give you $30 cash back if you, if you spend 100 So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can actually go kayaking for free and walk away with $100 worth of Bitcoin in your pocket. Wow. So yeah, it, it just becomes an education platform uh, via our website. For any other businesses, I think the biggest hurdle, and I've kind of been messing with things like Voltage and uh, BTC Pay Server and and methods like methodology like that, trying to tie that back into our booking system is our, our biggest hurdle. You know, probably over seventy percent of our tours rentals are all pre booked. And it's all managed through a booking system, which is, of course, integrated with a credit card. It's not integrated with Bitcoin. And, and we just need to get the, the Bitcoin payment rails integrated with those, with those companies that are running these booking systems and, uh, and payment, payment processing systems. So one of the things that we kind of breezed over I refer to it in, in a follow-up question, but it might be helpful for business owners to hear a little bit more about is the process of converting Bitcoin back into dollars. Because for the business owner that maybe wants to play with this a little bit, but doesn't necessarily want the hassle of holding Bitcoin on the balance sheet, what what is that process of getting Bitcoin back into dollars instantaneously? Uh, you know, and just be speculating because honestly, we've never converted anything back Uh I would say if you're going to do it, you're, you're going to use your exchange. You're going to sell back into your exchange and uh, whichever exchange you prefer and, and do the accounting for your accountant, especially in Canada. They're going to want to know whether it's a capital gain or a capital loss on those funds and uh, make that conversion back. Did I misunderstand you? I thought you were saying that you did convert back into dollars after you received No. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's let's... Yeah, maybe I can clarify this a little bit better. So let's say a customer walks up and and wants to rent a kayak and it's 40,000 Satoshis. And when I run the math on that today, that would probably be something like 
uh, I would probably guess probably about $15 Canadian. So the person would make that payment uh, to us, 40,000 Satoshis, and I would immediately create an invoice in our accounting system for a Canadian $15 sale. And what I do is personally, out of my own personal funds, take my $15 and deposit that into the cash register and cover that sale uh, with my own personal funds at that exact moment. So technically, uh, I'm making the purchase or I'm- They're paying you and you're making the payment. Yeah, they're paying me and I'm making the payment. I could take those funds and put them right into our holdings and still make up a sales receipt at the same moment for $15. It's just they're so infinitesimally small in the big picture of, you know, <laughs> let's, let's be real here. Last year, we had a dozen customers paid in Bitcoin. Uh, this year, I think we've had two. So they're not storming the doors here, um, which is too bad. But uh, at, yeah. the, at the same time, there's an accounting friction that I think a lot of people just don't want to deal with in their day-to-day accounting. So that was one of the questions I was going to ask, but like, do you have people who are already Bitcoiners who are the ones who are showing up and paying? Or is it really people that have never interacted with it and just because of the deal, those uh, those deal seekers are the ones that go ahead and hop into Bitcoin because they can get it for so much cheaper? Yeah, interestingly, the... Uh, you know, the majority, I would say 75% now, just having a discussion, they, they've been long-term, you know, Bitcoin hodlers. It's, it's pretty fun. And they get excited, actually, when they see someplace they can, they can spend their Bitcoin. Um, the, the other 25%, it's their first foray ever. You know, we're, we're literally standing there looking at wallets together and going, okay, here's how you, you scan a QR code and send this across. And that's a learning experience, honestly. That's, that's the thing we're looking for, the onboard, the new, the new people, get people onboarded. The long-term hodlers, they're great. And don't get me wrong, we'd love to have you come down and spend your Bitcoin. Um, but I hope you're out there orange-pilling people at the same time. When it comes to people showing up, do you ever have people who um – maybe saw that you can pay in Bitcoin and didn't? It seems like there are a lot of great conversations that can come even when people aren't paying in Satoshis. Yeah, that's actually, that's a great idea. That, you know, that's a, that's a customer survey kind of question. Given the opportunity to save 80% today, why, why did you choose to use your Visa or your MasterCard instead? I kind of like that, Josh. I, I think that's something we could integrate into, you know, into our booking system even just to find out, just to prompt them along the way. Maybe you could have uh, like orange pill trips where you have uh, certain certain guides or something like that who can uh, take them through the process. So by the time they finish their kayak trip, they're um, <laughs> they're fully orange pilled and ready to to get a steep discount next time. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm I'm actually at the point right now where I need to uh, you know I need to do a meetup. My wife is like sick of me hearing me talk about it. I'm ready to like get out there with some Bitcoiners on the water just to have a discussion about it. Now, that's that's actually an amazing idea. We we do a lot to promote meetups on this show. I say a lot. We always are highlighting some local meetup across the United States. Probably need a, to break into Canada and some other, um, other countries soon. But first of all, just the opportunity of getting, getting a meetup out on the water or together for a day to think through some things like that would be an amazing opportunity. Curious about uh, just what what is the, the Bitcoin community like there? Do you have consistent meetups or is that something that you still need to grow from the ground up? No, that, you know, it's something we need to grow from the ground up. And, th- and this being, 
you know, probably the one of the larger cities in our province in British Columbia, you know, definitely in the top 10 in size. Our closest major center here is Vancouver. They have meetups and I haven't seen anything here in Victoria, really. So I, I think that's kind of foundational. You know, now that we're in a in a bit of a bear market here, maybe now's the time to get some building done and, and see who's serious and wants to get out there and uh, and start talking about this. Interacting with other businesses, I think, is going to be really important. Figuring out how we're going to get these other businesses onboarded. I watch Jack Mahler's all the time, and you know, as he's onboarding these payment processing systems, just think what an amazing, amazing thing that's going on uh, down there. You know, in the United States with these payment processors, that's huge. Well, I mean. As, as far as I'm concerned, you guys are the leaders in that area, and that's exciting. I'm, I'm a little curious, what are some conversations you're having? You say you have a day job, a fiat job. What are some conversations that you're having with people when it comes to Bitcoin, or do you just kind of steer clear when you're in the professional space? I think they probably know me now at, at, in my fiat job. Those conversations, I try and lead with inflation. Uh, they, people just don't understand the destructive power of it. And uh, I've got a nice, simple little chart that shows you one, two, three, four, five percent inflation all the way up to whatever it is, 25 or 30 percent inflation and and how quickly your money halves in value. And, you know, the numbers get stunning. I, I think when we're talking about today, your your latest inflation print, I think, came out at about six point eight percent. And reality nice, 8. is 6. eight. Sorry, eight point yeah. six. Good dyslexia on my part. you know and i and i think when they when they run it through the old math system the 1980 system it comes out over 17 percent that's that is insanely destructive and and coming up with a way to try and protect yourself i honestly think you know small businesses while fragile are way better able than your average employee when you're at your fiat job and you're your average employee and and the reality is it's a 70 17 percent inflation your your employer there's no way he's handing out a 17 percent wage increase so so how does how does the 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 regular employee keep up it's impossible they can't at least if you're a business person you've got a fighting chance somewhere in that that area to to make a cut make a change do something you know, if you end up being the the host, the maitre d, the cook, and the waiter, at least you keep your business alive for as long as you can. The employees are all going to be gone before that point, so they just have no way to fight it as a regular employee at a fiat job. Yep. Except with Bitcoin, and that's that, that's heavy stuff. And, and people are experiencing. Like uh, my wife and I went out to eat the other weekend, and it, what used to be uh, rel- essentially the price is forty percent more than it used to be. Yeah. When prices are forty percent more, people are going to stop doing things they've done in the past. That combined with the fact that you can get really cheap prices by paying in Satoshi's going to Victoria Kayak is a great reason why you should uh, go ahead and take a trip up there and meet with some other Bitcoiners and take a kayak trip. So maybe, Aaron, if you could, uh, you, have to, you have to go through the, the steep gas prices, but it'll be worth it to, to spend some time with some Bitcoiners. So Aaron, if you could maybe share with us a little bit about Victoria Kayak, if people ever find their way up that direction, what can they expect from one of your excellent kayak trips? Oh, excellent kayak trips is right. So uh, we're located in the Victoria Harbor. It's a beautiful old city, you know, dates back to the 1800s, one of the major trading centers on the Canadian West Coast. And 
you know, a, t a typical tour. We're going to take you out. We're going to show you some nature, talk about some of the nature. Ideally, we'll head out and look at the seals that are having their pups out at one of the entrance islands to the harbor. We're going to talk about some of the colonial history, and we'll and we'll also talk about some of the First Nations history. You know, a history that dates back more than five thousand years. You know, it's a, a significant place on the west coast. It's been that way for for thousands of years for humans, and the nature is spectacular. It's a it's just a great wild place with clean fresh air and the Olympic Mountains viewed across the straits into the you know into the Washington coast there. That sounds absolutely amazing. Any final thoughts uh, when it comes to maybe some things business owners should be thinking about when it comes to incorporating Bitcoin in their businesses before we hop off today? Then maybe share where people can find out more about Victoria Kayak if they so desire. Certainly, yeah. I I think for business owners they they have to make that. They have to make the personal step themselves first. They have to understand it on a personal level. I, I think if you you think you're a business owner and this is a gimmick that you can just throw into your company and it's going to attract people, you're going to be disappointed first. And and you're you're approaching it from the wrong direction. You know, it kind of just goes along with a lot of the scam coins where somebody thinks they can create, you know, blue coin or red coin or pink coin or whatever and write their company name on it and that's going to be a loyalty coin that's not how this system works it's an you know an entire new monetary system you need to do the work i was having this discussion the other day i think all business owners are used to this they you don't track your hours when you're a business owner you just get down do the work and once you've done the work on bitcoin and you come to an understanding then you can start to integrate it with your business I think you keep it simple right from the beginning. You sit down with your employees. You have pizza night. You you trade some satoshis around with a moon wallet or a blue wallet or a breeze wallet. Uh, you you get them onboarded and into the picture, and and now you've got half the fight won. Now you try and take it to your customers and and get them educated as you go. That's the way I see that process. And where can people go to find out more about Victoria Kayak? Right on. Yeah. VictoriaKayak.com at VictoriaKayak on Twitter. I'm the, uh, well, actually we share around the Twitter account. So you get a little bit of everything, but I try and throw some Bitcoin stuff in there every once in a while. VictoriaKayak.com uh, right at the very top of the page, you'll see the tours rentals links. And if you want a little bit of, you know, learning on Bitcoin, there's a page there with resources. There's a page there you can sign up to what we think is one of the better exchanges in Canada. You spend a hundred bucks there on Bitcoin, they'll give you thirty dollars additional on top of that. That's a it's a pretty good deal. You can get yourself a pretty much a free kayak uh, rental and walk away with money in your pocket after that. Excellent. Well, Victoria Kayak for anyone who's up in the area, highly recommend it, especially if you're wanting to support a Bitcoin company. Aaron, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Right on. Thanks very much, Josh. Appreciate it. All right, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out, our email is info at bizbitshow.com. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go ahead and scroll on down to the show notes. There you'll find ways to connect with me and our guest, as well as our excellent sponsors who can help you succeed in your life and in your business. Keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. 
If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today